Welcome to the Movie Buffs Podcast, starring the dynamic mother-daughter team of Asmina and Aisha Ikramadin. Each episode, they discuss varied aspects and details of current and upcoming movies, such as release dates, casting, plots, and much more. And now, please help me welcome Asmina and Aisha. Listeners, it's Esmina and Aisha, and we're back with a really great episode for you guys. Today, we're going to talk about the two movies that are creating a buzz. Uh, one of them is, of course, Aisha, what is one of them? Uh, Barbie and... What's the other one? Oppenheimer. Yeah. So, Aisha, tell me, since I have not seen it yet, the reason being, all the showtimes that we want to go for are always sold out. I, I think that's great news for the movie industry. Don't you say, Aisha? Okay, so Aisha, you saw it with your best friend. So what what did you think about it? It is basically a girl movie. Hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. And how was Margot Robbie, the lead? She is a perfect Barbie. Like, no one can play her but Margot. I'm sure if she ever hears our podcast, she's absolutely going to love that you said that. But you know what? I totally agree with you. And I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners who probably agree agree with that also. So Aisha, can you tell me who directed this movie? Yeah, get a uh, her Greta Gerwig? Yeah. Aisha, I was just doing some research and uh, so Greta Gerwig, she's like an all-rounder. Okay, so she herself is an actor. She's been in like many movies and some of them are The White Noise, Jackie, 20th Century Women, Wine a Dog, Maggie's Plan, Mistress America, Eden, The Humbling, Francis Ha, Lola Versus, To Rome with Love, and about 16 other films. Now, she's also a screenwriter, and she's got two movies coming out in 2024. One is yet the untitled uh, The Chronicles of Narnia film. And then she's got Mark Webb's Snow White coming out. And then, of course, she was the screenwriter for Barbie. So Aisha, she's also done Little Woman. She's done Lady Bird, Mistress America, Frances Ha, China, Illinois, The Dish and the Spoon, Nights and Weekends, Hannah Takes the Stairs. And then also she's directed Barbie, which which is what, you know, you just mentioned that. She's also directing the, uh, the Untitled film the chronicles of narnia film coming out in 24 she directed little women lady bird nights and weekends she's also a voice actor her voice has been used on the ghost and molly mcgee isles of dog china illinois and these were uh three animated projects uh she's also been the producer on nights and weekends she's been the executive producer on barbie wow aisha you've taken a lot of film classes at the new york film academy right you did a lot of online classes mm -hmm. and so i know you've done screenwriting you've done a directing class you've done a producing class and don't you think that if you 
know something about everything that makes you a really good filmmaker. Like if you've been behind the camera, you've been in front of the camera, you've been a producer who takes care of so many aspects that make a film come together, right? So um, no wonder Barbie has really taken off. I mean, Greta Gerwig, she's got an awesome resume. Aisha, tell me what was like really cute like about the movie? Were the sets was the sets really cute? Um, I think honestly in the movie uh, I don't really want to spoil it for you but I'll just spoil it to you now. Um, <laughs> um So basically you know how Barbie and Ken are supposed to end up together they love each other and stuff. Wait a second Aisha, mom has not seen it yet. So okay no spoilers. How about that? But then Let, I, let's give people but then a chance. I can't answer your question. No, I was asking about the sets. Like, the sets? what do you think? Was it really cute? All pink? All plastic? Barbie world? <laughs> yes. Yes? Uh, Aisha, I was just doing some research. They literally made the dream house. First, they made miniature models, and then they actually built a life-size set and there's no uh, CGI in this movie. This is all like the set is for real. Something interesting, Aisha, that I was reading is there's no water in Barbie land and there's no fire. So wait, was there a scene where Barbie's taking a shower? Uh, yeah. But, but there's no water coming out, right? Yes. Isn't that crazy? So it's this whole fake world. Hey, tell me about Ken. Who played Ken? Uh, Ryan Gosling. And how was he in the movie? Very cute, really funny. So you think that was really good casting? Yes. Aisha, I know one of your dreams is to be a casting director in Hollywood, right? Mm -hmm. So would you have casted Ryan Gosling also as Ken? Yes, yes. Okay, I know you want to be a casting director. If, say, Ryan was not available, like he had a no, date conflict. We would need to get Ryan. Wait, wait, who would your alternate be? Who do you mm -hmm. think could be a cute Ken. No one really no no Ryan okay Gosling just say right okay just say he can't do it like he's doing two three other movies then who um, would maybe someone from SNL but I should know okay don't say someone from SNL give me what a real act what about one of your favorite actors come on Zach mm. I think Zach Efron would have been a Zac cute Zach Efron would nail a perfect Ken he would but he would be Margot Robbie's Ken he would be someone else's Ken <laughs> okay who would be Margot Robbie's Ken maybe uh, Chris Brown no, uh, I was thinking like Chris Hemsworth or Luke or Liam Hemsworth, the brothers. Okay, yeah, good choice. I think the studios would, would... They're both Australian. Yes, if you were casting director and you got them to audition, I think it could work. That's awesome. Let's talk about Oppenheimer. Tell me, what did you think? Too long of a movie. <laughs> Too long of a movie, but you know, this is based like on a true story. Yeah, but honestly, it was just like, just in a room talking mostly the whole time. Well, yeah, there was a lot of dialogue because they had to convey but, okay, facts. Okay, maybe the thing that I really like was the acting. Okay. Matt Damon, even a Kilgan Murphy, like he... Kill Ian Murphy. He crushed the bro. He like crushed. He... Aisha, let me ask you. This is super early, but what about Oscar-worthy performance from Killian? Yes? I can see that. You can see that? I or, see that. I don't know. Matt Damon, he would have a tie with Matt Damon. But I think
think Matt Damon would be like in a supporting role, right? He would be nominated. Yeah. I think Killian for Best Actor. What do you say? Or that could go to Robert Downey Jr. Well, he was really good too. And what character did Robert Downey Jr. play? He played the guy... Louis Strauss, right? Yeah. And it's interesting, like a funny side note. I was listening to one of Robert Downey Jr.'s interviews and he's like, Oh, you know what? Unlike in the Iron Man movies, in this movie, they didn't have to use a lot of makeup because I really grown old and they didn't have to do a lot of makeup for me. I thought that was funny. Aisha, so tell me about the director. Who was the director for Oppenheimer? Christopher Nolan. Okay, and what other movies has he done? Uh, He's done the following. What year was that? 1998. Okay. Um, it's done The Dark Knight Rises. Okay. That came out in 2012. He then he did Batman Begins. He did the T uh, T N E T. Damn it. <laughs> 2020. 2020. Okay. Then he did Inception 2010. That's a good movie. Yeah. Who's in Inception? Dean DiCaprio. So Aisha, Chris Nolan like has a huge oh, yeah. fan following. He's also an Interstellar. Matthew McConaughey's in that one. Okay, and I know you love Matthew McConaughey. What's that famous line? Come all on. Alright, alright, alright. No, no, give it. I, I want to hear it. Alright, alright, alright. No, ride. I'm not gonna take that. Come on, more, more Matthew McConaughey style. Alright, alright. Get, all get right. the louder. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And what movie was that? Might have been an older movie. It was an older movie. The line has stuck with our head. We're going to research and come back with that. That was so cute. Oh, so he also done Dunkirk with Harry Styles was in Chris Dunkirk. Nolan has also directed Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. And that movie got a lot of rave reviews. Did it have a good Rotten Tomato score? I think so. Yeah. Aisha, I was just going to talk a little bit more in depth about Oppenheimer. You know, Why? It, well... <laughs> because there's an ass bomb, it's basically a movie about a bomb that she never been made yes and it t- basically basically the whole thing is about the bomb i know but here's the thing about it history we can't ignore i mean no no one liked the guy at all like the guy not the but real- here's the thing aisha did you see in the movie how the character of oppenheimer was so conflicted he loved the science and he had no liar no he put this lab together and he had these brilliant minds and he was really chasing the science and even through the movie you see that he's trying to say hey can we somehow talk to the other side and say we figured out the hydrogen bomb but not use it so I think he's so conflicted. Aisha, do you remember the scene where they test the bomb and then obviously it's successful and then everybody starts clapping and cheering. But do you see the close-up of Killian Murphy Oppenheimer's face? He's excited about the success. He's fearful of what that means, how this bomb will be used. Where everyone was like stomping their feet. Yeah. You know what? As an audience, I remember... 
I was sitting at the edge of my seat. But then right away, Aisha, you remember the next scene? It's the trucks. There's two trucks. They're loaded with the two bombs. They just had the successful testing and then he hears that they're actually going to use it and they did and they dropped it in Japan, right? In Hiroshima and Nagasaki and more than 200,000 people lost their lives. And I mean... It's not a good thing, Mom. Yeah, it's totally not. And I think... Then why did you do it? Well, I think, I think they were trying to present the movie without it being a history lesson really but just for us to see Mom, you know in a few months this movie might get backlash but then Aisha isn't art like movies aren't they supposed to provoke people like maybe will people will want to read about this history now the younger generation like you may want to go back and see what happened in Hiroshima and Nagasaki I think you know what this movie Mom, does I, I, I would like a true story that has the easy like easy story yeah but I show nothing that hard. I know but life is not like that right and we have some dark history we have some wonderful things that happen but that's life so what this movie really does it kind of guts you right and okay it devastates okay. you don't right. you think shouldn't art right. do that i was like sitting at the edge of my seat and i was like no like i can't believe it they were successful and now these bombs can be used and you're just sitting there and you're you're just gutted like think about christopher nolan those are his movies i know they just move people what do you say hmm I think of it was definitely a very really interesting su- movie. I was really surprised that they they cast Josh Peck in the movie. I was really happy about that. Okay, now where where have we seen Josh Peck before? Drake, jo- Drake and Josh. Okay, and that was the very popular TV show, right? My childhood. He's my childhood. But I mean, uh, he he did really good. I mean, he had he a small the guy, role. He, he's the guy that set the bomb. Yeah, the in the when they were testing it. Yeah, he. I mean, his role was very small but it was very significant his moment where he mm. he had to hit the switch when they were testing the bomb something interesting i think i was watching something on entertainment weekly and the actors of oppenheimer were saying that the director actually gave them the script and it was written in first person that is it's like not that the character you know was walking it said i was walking so they just said they were so in intrigued by the script and they were so honored uh so tell me Aisha some of the lead characters in Oppenheimer uh Kilgan Murphy Killian Murphy yeah Matt Damon yes Emily Blunt yep love her the actor who played Albert Einstein they're really terrific actor yeah I need to look that up definitely we need um, to give him Robert credit Dye Jr. Jack Quaid Josh Hartnett was so surprising to watch him in. I wish he didn't wear those glasses. What 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 role was he in, Aisha? He was the guy helping Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy. He was the other guy. Oh, the other yes, yes, yes. He that he had a good role too. Mm-hmm. He he had a good role. Robert Downey Jr. The guy in the suit. All in all, a great star cast. I do want to make a comment about the cinematography. Knocked just the, out of the park. brilliance knocked it out of the park you're right what about editing because actually i've done some classes with you where we've had to do film I, editing i didn't like that they put it they made movie half the movie black and white i didn't 
didn't like that. Well, what was that in flashbacks or? No, well, all all Robert Downey Jr.'s. Yeah, they were. Well, they're trying to show that that was you know the nineteen forties, like a different period. And I think sometimes you know using black and white photography can be very. It makes you pay attention, don't you think? You listen closer to the words the actors are saying. You observe them better, and you're not really distracted by the set or other things. But yeah, that was interesting. I think the use of the black and white also in the film. Actually, you know, Oppenheimer was a physicist and my dad was a physicist. And now that I think about it, you know, they just have a different personality. Like they think in numbers. And I remember when I would ask my dad anything, he would actually draw a diagram for me and explain his answers would be like in a diagram with numbers and dimensions. And that's just how his brain thought you know that was my connection to the movie and you know my dad passed in 2016 but even while I was watching Oppenheimer Aisha I just kept thinking oh my god I think my dad would have loved to see this movie he would have uh, you know my dad being a physicist and and you know I think there's we have other listeners out there and I know when I was talking to your friend she was telling me about her grandfather who worked on the Pentagon and how this story of the bomb is so real they've lived it so there are people alive who who actually today you know they've lived this history they've seen it happen and uh, so this movie I guess what I'm trying to say it it's gonna affect people in different ways because there's different connections people have to this movie and that was a really good point that your friend brought up you know that just the connection of people to this movie and to this true story. I I just had to add that. So those are our two big movies. Aisha, what are they calling it right now? Barbie Heimer? Isn't that what they're saying? And you know, Aisha, a lot of people actually have been buying and have bought like the shows back to back. Like they'll they'll see they saw the movie on the same day. <laughs> I kind of wish we did that, but I think it was hard to find tickets, right? Like everything gets sold out. Yeah, but that's awesome. It it just tells you that these movies have re- really resonated with people and they're really liking it. It's been like over a week since the release. You still can't get good tickets so that's awesome yeah it's it's an exciting time at the movies uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode and Aisha what, what do you what, what do you want to sign off with for your listeners see you at the movies you've been listening to the movie buffs podcast starring Esmina and Aisha Ekramadin Please join us for future discussions about current and upcoming movies. And remember, you too can be a movie buff.